Ooga ooga mushka. Jake. Means Jake. that I love you. Jake. And if you'll be my baby. Jake. I'll ooga ooga mushka you. Yes. I expect you to be on your best behavior for this <laughs> Westboro's episode. We have perhaps our most esteemed, honorable, a wonderful guest that we've ever had on Westboro's. Mm-hmm. Our most famous guest. Um, sitting not... Not more, not no sitting less than an inch away from my microphone stand is none other than yes, King Spud. Oh, so yeah, I saw the pictures you sent me, McLean. Um, I think it needs a better paint job. Hey, Jake, shove it right up. <laughs> what are you talking about? It looks what a are you saying? Off. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It looks a little, um, um, uh, like the finish, you know what I mean? Like it looks a little matte. It doesn't look like it's a more trophy. It it's more gold. clay. I'll give you that. It is more clay, kind of, kind of matte, like you said, which I think gives it like a, a different sort of charm, a different look to it for sure. I, I can see that, um, but I would recommend maybe a glossy paint job. You know, going forward, that's something to consider. For right now, we're satisfied with our King Spud, which has been transported all the way down from Moscow to Boise and then over to Pocatello. Uh, and I may have to drive it to Moscow this week, which is a nine-hour drive. They won the basketball game or something? No, but we realized too late that the last basketball game... So men's and women's basketball are playing on Thursday night. Men's play down here in Pocatello. Women's play up there. Currently, the series is tied at one game each. The women's game played up in Moscow ends an hour later, an hour or two later than the men's game. So no matter what, we will not be able to present King Spud at the men's game. So it is entirely possible that King Spud needs to be transported back to Moscow by none other than yours truly. Interesting. Interesting. Which wouldn't be so bad, except um, our last trip to transporting King, the King Spud from Boise to Pocatello was a little expensive... Uh, on account of this uh, speeding ticket that I got. Yeah, the king in the passenger seat, <laughs> the, you're in this, the driver's seat. There was nothing but road we were, in front uh, of you. We were over the spud limit, uh, as it were. <laughs> this excessive spudding ticket. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, uh, so I was in a university vehicle. This is not an admission of guilt. Uh, if anyone hears this, I'm just kidding. Uh, in Minecraft. Uh, J- JK, all jokes. Uh, I was in a university vehicle. Zane was in the passenger seat, holding on to King Spud in his lap. Uh, and King Spud's crown broke off in transit uh, from Moscow to Boise. Oh, dear. So that, that will need to be reattached this week. Um, but just to set the scene, King Spud was not wearing his crown. Uh, I was driving in this university vehicle, a 2018, what was it, Chevy Impala? Was it an Impala? Oh, Chevy Malibu. Uh, and, and, you know, those new cars, you just don't get a feel for them. You don't get a feel for the speed. So I was, uh, I was hitting about a hundred on the interstate. And I, uh, when you're I've driving never... under the spudfluence, you know, you, you never know what that car's going to do. <laughs> I've never seen a cop in between Twin Falls and Boise on the interstate. So this was a new one for me. And I wasn't paying enough attention, so I didn't even see the trooper until it was too late. So I, with no hesitation, blasted past this guy going like at least 98 uh which is about 18 over the speed limit uh don't Wait, speed you have speed people. limits out there i've been like you this whole we time do. i have to we pause do. you by the way um I'm, uh, I'm drinking this malted milk it literally just tastes like cream of wheat but more liquidy 
How did how did that necessitate you pausing me in any way, shape, or form? But I had to let that, you know because it was under your suggestion uh, when you were talking about molten milk that one time. I've, I've been in an Alaska mood today, and I'll elucidate on that, extrapolate on that later. But um, yeah, I thought you know I'll, I'll try some molten milk. It kind of it just tastes like a some kind of like grainy breakfast cereal that would have been considered healthy in 1890. This was perhaps the most unnecessary interruption I've ever experienced on WordPress. And I've experienced some crazy unnecessary interruptions before. Um, But I appreciate your input, Jake. Uh, Now kindly shove it while I talk about King's Butt. Well, yeah, Um, I I already know the story. You got a speeding ticket. What what more is there to tell? (laughs) So I go past this trooper. And uh, there's a, I, I immediately see him whip out in the rearview mirror, and I'm like, yeah, he's about to he's about to give me a speeding ticket. There's not there's not really any getting out of this one. Uh, and for a second there, I thought maybe he was gonna let me go, but he did not. So I pull over. Aging over is not that. Bad. He comes to the passenger door. It's pretty bad, Jake. Uh, he comes to the passenger door, and uh, he immediately sees King Spud sitting in Zane's lap. <laughs> and he says, uh, I'm sorry, sir. Continue on your way. <laughs> I had no idea. I, I, you do you have any idea who I am? <laughs> says, uh, you guys got a pottery project there? And uh, I explained to him the history of the king's butt. You can't tell that he's a trophy. <laughs> well, he wasn't wearing the crown. I explained to the trooper the, the base, king's butt trophy. I think he takes my information. What color is the, what color's the base on? I mean, it needs to be wood or like brown it is black i was not there for the decisions made during the painting process the folks up at u of i did a fantastic job uh perhaps a brown would have been better uh but that's something we can consider later right now we have king's blood and that's what's important so uh trooper comes back and uh i see in his hands yep that looks like a ticket for sure uh so a very nice guy so in idaho at least uh Exceeding the maximum posted speed limit, uh, going 15 miles per hour over the speed limit is a fine of $90. And then if you go beyond 15, it kicks up the fine to like 150 something. And so the officer was very nice. The trooper was very nice. And instead of clocking me at what I was actually going, which was closer to 100, he put down my observed speed at 95, which saved me about 70 bucks. Uh, I so think, I think, I think, I think King Spud... That you should have, you should have actually sat down and explained King Spud to him, like start to finish. Just, <laughs> no, 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 just sir. See sir, how that goes. <laughs> Am I being detained? Please detain me. I have to tell you about this. I should have gotten myself arrested. Then I would have gotten in the backseat of the trooper. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I explained it to him, uh, and that was uh, that was it. Um, he, he was on display at the state capitol building in Boise there for about an hour, hour and a half. Uh, not a ton of people saw him. Uh, one, actually, another state trooper was on, on security duty at the capitol. Uh, he walks past us, makes direct eye contact with King Spud, and pulls out a plush Spuddy Buddy from his pocket. A what Spuddy Buddy being the mascot of the Idaho Potato Commission. Ah. So it was, uh, it was Spud meets Spud. Spud I versus see. Spud, if you will. Um, we went down to Governor Little's office, Governor Brad Little, talked to his secretary, who uh, was was delighted by King Spud, but informed us that the governor was not in his office, he was out to lunch. And my theory is, because anyone can walk into the, anyone in the world can walk into the Capitol building, very minimal security, go into the governor's office and say what's up. My theory is that the governor's never in his office. 
Because I know Gage went there one time. He wasn't there. So I, he's never there. He's never in his office because anyone can see him there. So well, that's the problem. Have to, you know, that's do problem. work to so. be showed up there. You know, you know. Exactly. So Kingspot almost met the governor. Uh, not quite, but uh, overall, a very successful trip, I think. Yes. Well, McLean, if you're done with all the spud dates, um, I think I'm. I'm. I'm think I'm done with the spud dates. Um, yes. Uh, Alaska, McLean. Uh, it was a very bad idea to do them in the summertime and not do it right now in the middle of February. We would. would we would have died. But I appreciate the. I appreciate what? the enthusiasm. We would have died. I don't know what you're talking about, McLean. I don't think no. Our survival skills are uh, unmatched. I. Uh, <laughs> believe it would have been just fine. We would have crated up that molten milk, brought a few Eskimo pies with us. I think we, to we be fair, for a while this winter, it was colder here than it was in Fairbanks. Uh, we've This has been probably the roughest winter Yeah, but Pocatello. you still had sun. You didn't have northern lights. You know. It's true. It's true. No, Man, no sled dogs Alaska of experience. I want to be up in the Yukon right now. Why am I not up in the Yukon? I had to settle... For snowshoeing my way around uh, Salt Creek Falls and uh, too much Bear Lake, which, just as a side note, not enough bear. They they hmm. really sell you on the name Too Much Bear Lake. You would think not a bear was found. You know we've had we have a bear lake here on the Idaho Utah border, um, but uh, I, I don't know if there's bear there. But they don't sell it as Too Much Bear Lake, so I don't know. Um, but anyway, uh, I got I was my. Uh, 1970s U.S. Army surplus snowshoes worked pretty well. Worked pretty well. I need to tighten the straps down better next time. But overall, much better experience than the last time you and I went snowshoeing last year. That, that sucked. These, pretty great. Liked them a lot. At one point, I was like, you know, I was walking on this, like, packed snow trail out from the falls. And I'm like, you know, and which, by the way, the falls, that, that waterfall cascading into a frozen river and making a, a hole in the, in the ice, it's, it's really cool. Really cool looking. But uh, I was walking along the, the trail there, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, it's, uh, it seems like it's pretty packed snow. I don't think these snowshoes are really helping me that much, and they're kind of slowing me down. I'll take them off. I sank to my knees, baby. And I was like, oh, thank you, U.S. Army. I didn't realize you had made such a quality product. I'm sorry I doubted you. I'll never do that again. That's on you. That's on me for not trusting the United States Armed Forces. Um... Well, yeah, overall, pretty satisfied and nice snowshoe experience. Pretty good. Um, but yeah, I really wish I was in Alaska. That would be nice. That would be very nice right now to be in Alaska. Let's see. Haven't haven't Westbrook in a while. What else has been going on? Um, yeah, we haven't Westbrook in a while, have we? No. Super Bowl happened. Somebody won. I don't remember who. Um, oh, the Chiefs. That's right. It was the Chiefs. Very boring. Um, Although, yeah, no, no. They won because of a <laughs> one of the worst ref calls. Ugh. Terrible. Jake, is this your first time watching the Chiefs in the playoffs this year? Or? It's actually my first time watching the Chiefs in the playoffs. I didn't, I didn't pay attention to, to uh, the Super Bowl the the last few times the Chiefs were in it. Well, I mean, I, I think you when you have a team as successful as the Chiefs has been, you, I mean, the same thing happens to the Patriots. But everyone's gonna be everyone's gonna complain about the refs and stuff. No, but no, that was a legitimate uh, but this bad has been, call. No, it's been bad for all year round. Like the the refs like won the game. For the for the Chiefs against the Bengals, uh, in the AFC Championship, so it's not new. That's all I'll say. Roger Goodell says the officiating in the league has never been better. <laughs> Thanks, Roger. Um, what else? Oh, the book. I, I finished that book. So the book. The other thing with that thing was um, uh, I that was like what a book? half finished manuscript. The thing what thing? 
that I hadn't worked on since we were in Alaska, speaking of which, hadn't worked on it since then for whatever reason. And then, like, uh, a, a week before Valentine's Day, I'm like, hey, I could finish this and give it to Alicia as a Valentine's Day gift. So I had, no I had a week to no finish that book, to finish writing it, format it, edit it, proofread it, put it into an actual book, design a cover, get it printed. It came off amazingly. I, I, I can't believe I actually got that done. It was... It was Ah, it was a feat. Is that why the dedication page is to Alicia? Well, yes. <laughs> how did that How did that go over? She liked it. She she was uh, she was very impressed by it. She liked it a lot. So has she know. read the book? Uh, I think she's halfway through it. I don't know. Mm. She's been busy. Ouch! Since <laughs> Valentine's Day, it. that was five <laughs> days ago. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> oh. Um. But no, that was uh. the wrestling with Amazon printing services. Ugh. That's just... You'd think a company like Amazon, that wouldn't be so difficult. It was like trying to get online in 1993 or something, which is every click of the button took five minutes to, to process. It was terrible. Ugh. Awful. Ugh. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, I already mentioned my disappointment at too much Barrel Lake. I don't think there's anything else I could add on to that. Ooga, ooga, mushka. Well, well, this was a great West Bros, everyone. Uh, congrats, Jake, for your book. Congrats, McLean, for your spud. Um, you know, this has been great. Uh, let's do it again next week. Uh, I'll see you around. Uh, bye. Uh-huh. McLean. All right, so- now that that's over uh, and I've stopped recording, time to <laughs> time to go searching for more Funko Pops. No, it's time. Ah, I mean, Jake, now, what are you still doing here? Uh, I now, mean, now that nobody's listening, I think I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the worst ethnic slur I can think of. Um, Eskimo. There we go. Everyone's offended now. Hmm. <laughs> literally, literally, we just decided. No, well, we didn't decide. Like five people out of college decided. Um, yeah, it turns out Eskimo's racist. Uh, why? Oh, because white people said it. Oh, as like a slur. No, they just that's just the word they use. So that makes it racist. It's true, the Edmonton Eskimos had to change their name. It's just the stupidest, stupidest thing. I am so sick and tired of it. I'm not, I'm not respecting it. I don't even care. I don't even care. I mean, they were very successful with, with making the Indians into Native Americans. They were so successful with that one. I think they got a little high on their own progress, you know, trying to enforce them. No, I mean... Admittedly, they, they got me with that. Even I will say Native Americans sometimes, and it bothers me. It bothers me. I don't like it. I'm going to call them Indians. Uh, it's not a reflection of their value as human beings. I'm just not... I don't like language being manipulated. I'm sick of it. I hate it. I hate it. So anyway, Eskimos it is. Uh, it means that I love you. You'll be my baby. little tip for you uh, single folks out there. This, uh, you know, Valentine's Day just went by. If you're feeling lonely, you got to get yourself a gal. Go up to her and say... Baby, I'll ooga mooga mooshka you. Ooga ooga mooshka. It means that I love you. <laughs> She'll be like, yeah, sure it does. But yeah, okay. Ooga ooga mooshka you. Now that no one's listening, back to Funko Pops. I, back to my uh, my Black Diamond VHS uh, collection. Uh, ever since Jake and I started talking about how those are worthless on West Bros, the prices have dropped, allowing me to scoop them all up. Jake, why do why do we do that? Why do we Westbro? Why do we? <laughs> Hold on, McLean. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. Uh. 
You'll be my baby, all Ugugamushka, you. Ah, well. L is for the way you look at me. O is for the only one I see. V is very, very, very extraordinary. E is even more than anyone that you <laughs> My god, man. Alright, I'm typing in a subreddit. And the first thing that comes up, that's your fault, Jake. I was trying to pull something up, but it's not, I can't, I can't MTF it, it is. This is terrible. I'm, I'm really upset, actually. I'm annoyed. If you could become a cis girl, but lose all of your memories, would ya? My friend asked me this question. This is the first would you be a cis girl if question that I ended up saying no to. Memories are priceless. And even though we've went through hurts, the lessons we learned along the way are completely priceless. How would you answer this question? Well, you know what else is priceless? A penis. Having a member is... <laughs> you can't put a price on that. I'll tell you what. Stop it. We're over here talking King Spud and Alaska, and then you have to come in here with the trannies. You didn't give me anything else. Why do transphobes compare gender transition to different species? I don't know. Don't, don't ask me. You think I have these answers? My dream scenario came true. Let's see what debauched activity this individual got up to. So recently I joined my school's archery club. Maybe they shot all the transphobes. The toughs. I have a few friends in the club who I'm out to, but I decided to go in stealth and see what happened. Put a little ski mask up. A sizable portion of the club is queer, and of course, I always knew Archery was queer. Yeah, well, it's because it's because of all the like the Marvel movies and stuff. It's a uh, Hunger like Games influence, heroes, you know the. With the bows and arrows making them cool. The yeah. coaches talked about how any discrimination based on gender identity would not be allowed, as there are a couple other trans people in the club, so it's a safe space. Anyway, I'm not McLean, I don't. I'm not a gender I'm discriminator. I'm a gender the... discerner. Okay. <laughs> I'm not discriminating. I'm determining. <laughs> What you were born with. I'm talking to one of the teammates. They are gender fluid. And I hear him offhand call me she. Yay, I pass, I think. But then she comes up to me and they ask, Actually, what are your pronouns? Of course I respond with she slash her. But my insecure butt gets paranoid that I'm not passing. And I oh, was no. just clocked. Um, you think maybe by some freakish chance this person might have been able to suddenly pick up on the, the minute little clues that point at the fact that I'm actually a dude. Well, I think it says a lot that they called you she slash her and then had to ask, Oh, what what uh <clears throat> what are your pronouns? Because now I'm not so sure. So I go up to them and ask him if she felt I came off as female. They responded, "Yes, why?" And I said, "I'm trans. I'm not sure if I was passing. I'm trying to stealth." He then responds with, "I had no idea you were trans. I ask everyone their pronouns." Because I'm gender fluid. This is like octopuses identifying which one's male and female. Only they know. Only the gender fluids can pick out which one can can identify someone as trans. 
Another teammate who I had been chatting with the last two practices also responded, I had absolutely no idea you were trans. I saw you as just a goyle. I literally curled up on the floor, nearly crying of happiness. And the other trans girl on the team, she is openly trans and I'm out to her, said to them, you just made her day. I guess I actually passed. I can't believe it. Yesterday not marked nine months of HRT. So, uh, over under, uh, how's the, uh, archery club doing this season, do you think, Jake? I'm, uh... Well, they've gotten a lot gayer. I don't know if they're getting better at archery, though. I don't know if they can't keep their wrist straight, if they'll be really accurate on the, uh... Love it, girl. Now slay some targets. Hell yeah, it's been super fun learning how to properly shoot. I see. I see we didn't start off on a good... On a... Not, they're not sending their best to the archery club, it sounds like. Uh, anyway. My interest in video games has all but vanished. Well, that is a tragedy. I'm going to eBay. I'm not, I'm not, in, the, I'm not in the training mood today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm just not in the training mood. Jake's very mood. fluid. Jake's very fluid right now. He's not in a tranny mood. <laughs> well, I'm checking my messages on my phone, so you better... <laughs> You better start saying something, Jake. <laughs> oh, no. Going over to eBay and typing in just video game, sorting by highest first. What is going on here? I don't even know what this stuff is, okay? So, at the top, for almost $2 million, with free four-day shipping, uh, PS5, PS4, PS3, PlayStation ID Gamer Tag. Two million dollars? What am I? What is it, McLean? I don't know anything about this specifically. What is it? What is a gamer tag, and why is it worth two million dollars? What? Is, okay, so a gamer tag is just like your 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 name, your like username on on like a video game. What? Could it you says, read that uh, again? Give give the ultimate gift to yourself or your favorite gamer loved one. The gift that can't be bought until now. Take possession of. One of the top gamer profiles on all of the PlayStation Network, currently ranked number three in the USA. Change the say... name if you want. Oh, okay. So they're, they're selling their like login so that you can have their top stats and that's records. crazy for two million dollars. That is I don't, nuts. That, that's like buying somebody else's Medal of Honor so you can wear it around. Oh, let's not let's that? not compare a, a, a video well, yeah, game. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean, right? It's I like, understand uh, the analogy, I bought, Jake, but I don't I like bought it. these stats. Um, oh, free local pickup from Boiling Springs, South Carolina. Oh, wow. <laughs> drive out to South Carolina to pick up my new gamer tag. Well, it's free. <laughs> Boiling Springs. That should be a uh, uh, location on a Jolly, Johnny Dollar episode. Absolutely. If not, I think yesterday today should take a road trip to Boiling Springs. Uh, USB 3.0 HD game capture card. Oh, it's only $50. Let's see what the shipping is. $999,999. <laughs> I'm starting Sounds to think like you're deal. trying to pull one on me, buddy. Wait, McLean, I'm... I'm <laughs> unless this is like a computer error because it's economy shipping from outside the US and China. Cost a million dollars to get it over here from China. I, I wonder if this is like some kind of scam where they're hoping you don't notice the shipping and you hit buy it now. <laughs> oh, the description. 
This is definitely a scam. USB 3.0 HD game capture card, blah, 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 blah. Supports most third-party video capture software. 1080p full HD recording. What is high frame rate compared? Blah, blah, blah. Latency? No. The GDU with latest technology. Please explain to me how a million dollars gives this to me. You ship it in pure gold? You just, like, cast it in a gold shell? Hmm... If you are interested in dropping a million dollars on something, though, apparently somebody has posted... So every once in a while, you know, I'll be browsing around, uh, you know, like a St. Vincent thrift store, and I'll see, like, old, like, 80s video games on the shelves and stuff. I'm like, oh, look, it's a copy of Super Mario Brothers. If I cared, I'd buy that for $10. I don't care. Um, uh, but, uh, if I want to drop considerably more money on that, this person's uploaded his whole collection of old video game cartridges at a million dollars each. A lot of watchers, surprisingly. 34 people watching this million-dollar Super Mario Brothers cartridge. Again, this is just like with the, uh, Big Baby thing. Nobody's bought it for this much. But I'll bet you there's an article out there saying, Hey, guess how much you could be making off of your old video games? Game cartridge, all original, without original package. For only a million dollars. You're so only generous to me, user GB3Movements. Thank you, GB3Movements. Million bucks for Sonic, million bucks for Blades of Steel, million dollars for Comic Zone, million dollars for Mortal Kombat Sega Genesis cartridge, a million dollars for the Battletoads. He's really hoping they'll Battletoads sell. Just one of them. Would you pay a million dollars for Battletoads? And it's crazy to me that every single one of these, he's got so many listed, every single one is worth a million dollars individually, exactly a million dollars. <laughs> I am, oh my, I am interested, McLean. I, I do want to drop a mil millibucks here on uh, Shaq Fu, Sega Genesis. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal is a ninja, Shaq Fu. Video games are kind of retarded, aren't they? A little bit. A little bit, Jake. Well, okay, so his Game Boy cartridges, he's knocked down to 950k. They're not quite as valuable. It's the same guy doing all of these, wow. <laughs> yeah, cheap for the stars, I guess. That's an ambitious, ambitious one. Now I'm curious about this 2008 Super Smash Bros. Brawl Wii U for $250,000. Graded 8.5 rare, very hard to find, A+. What about this? I'm... What, what, what is the... What is the... What's the draw here? It's collectible, extremely rare, out of print. It will be sold. Buy it fast before it's gone. Will it be sold for $250,000, though? I don't know. I wonder what the, uh... The hormone market is on, on eBay. Oh, okay, so, McLean. Uh -huh. so, so you remember the epic tale in early Westbrook's history of finding the guy who had a new VHS format and Oh, he was a little oh, crazy and just typed out a manifesto in the comments section? Yep. So, this is something very similar for uh, $21 million thought for a second it was the same guy it's not because the product description very very concise it's only one paragraph so it can't be him for 20 million dollars yes it's a uh, utility you know, patent and he has a picture he has a picture of the patent posted utility patent for a new method of making and viewing movies and live productions provides the ability to change from character to character or perspectives at will during a film can't be adapted for life so far you're just describing the video game 
Each perspective view stream follows a character, audible inner monologue for certain characters. Can you imagine how annoying it would be to watch a movie that way? Like, like you couldn't just follow the plot because you constantly have to be switching between characters. I, I, there was a, um, I think it was uh, Connor on 372 Pages talked about this. Uh, MLB, they have this thing where you could like choose your oh, camera yeah, yeah, angle yeah. because they couldn't license the actual broadcast. That's like the worst way to watch something. Yeah, because like, you're, you're not watching. You're playing director. As someone who's worked with the the sports crew, you're 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 too busy like focusing on the camera angles and stuff to actually watch it. Yeah, this would be terrible. Um, optional audio visual cues. Users may select any active perspective view. Uh, recording time sync perspective view covering 360 degree views. Yeah, this is just a video game. You're just describing a video game and saying, what if we just made movies like video games? <laughs> but instead of you actually doing things in it, it's just you just switch between the characters. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're going to get it. <laughs> I don't know about this one, dude. I got my doubts. I'm going to send him a message. Nah, maybe not. He doesn't seem crazy enough. He'd probably ignore it. Here's a patent. Oh, what's this one? Nine million nine hundred ninety thousand. Patent for the invention of a new family of casino card games. So here's hmm. the thing. Like, a patent is not worth anything unless the product is already worth something. You, you, you're just trying to sell me your idea for nine million dollars. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> On eBay... No, it just seems it just seems like maybe this is not the way to go about it. Oh, okay. Well, at least this person's a little more. Uh, okay. uh, I have consulted with the patent broker. The patent broker informed me about the realities of the patent market. A patent is a right to exclude others from practicing an invention without a license. It's a right to go to court and bring a lawsuit against an infringer. It is a weapon of litigation. The patent broker stated he has been a patent broker for over 15 years. In that time, he has never seen a company buy a patent because they admire the technology and want to build a product that incorporates the patent invention. That's what I was just trying to say. Companies view patents as weapons of litigation. They hold a stock of patents aimed at their competitors in the same way the U.S. and Russia have nuclear weapons aimed at each other. A company does not need to buy a patent to incorporate the patent invention into its product. Let us suppose. A company does practice a patent invention without buying a license. In that event, it is infringing on the patent. But most large corporations just go ahead and infringe away because they calculate. They can likely outmuscle the patent holder in court. These companies have a duty to shareholders. Their duty is. This guy will, like, write half of a sentence and just put a period down. It's weird. Maximum revenue and minimize expenditures. For that reason, they will not buy the patent or pay a licensing fee unless they are forced to do so. The motivations of buyers are Patent holders can collect back royalties from infringers. Let us suppose. A patent is Let's 19 suppose. years old. In that event, the patent holder could potentially collect 19 years of back royalties. Let us suppose. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm, uh, all right, I'm following. It's like, a, like an ancient Chinese guru. Let us suppose. This is, uh, this is like the verily verilies in the Bible. I... It's a book of Proverbs here. Let us suppose. A patent is one year old. Let's suppose Tom event. has five apples and Ed has three. Let's suppose Tom gives Ed three of his five apples. Uh, let's suppose then that... The patent is rarely, if ever, going to have enough infringers to justify the interest from the buyer. So what I am hoping is... Companies will... See my invention. Adopt my invention. Incorporate the patent invention into products. 
sell products on a large scale. Make a boatload of money doing so. Hmm. After 10 or more years, I can sell the patent. At that point, the new patent holder can go collect back royalties from infringers. The new patent holder can make licensing deals. Okay! <laughs> this is like a get-rich scheme! This is great. Okay, so he's he's got a patent for like a like a type of like digital card game or something, but he does not actually intend to make this product. He doesn't want you to make the product either. He literally the whole point of this is so 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 he, he the idea is you buy the patent from him and then wait for somebody else to do the same idea so that you can sue them. Ah, I see. You know, that's an enticing con right there. I like the idea. <laughs> But I think I'm gonna go make a bunch of BS patents for a bunch of random inventions I think of, and then wait for someone else to uh, <laughs> to invent them. Well, I mean, it is a little ridiculous, but there's a lot of like uh, computer companies that would do that. I think Microsoft was kind of notorious for doing that, or was it Apple? I don't even remember now. Um, mm, that sounds anyway, vaguely familiar, but I feel patents. like that's shaky legal ground in this case. Most patents sell for about the price of a new car, something in the range of 25000 to 50000 Occasionally, a patent will fetch the price of a luxury car, something in the range of 50000 to 10000 100000 Please understand, this patent is not most patents. In the state of Nevada alone, comparing card games belonging to the Blackjack family of table card games bring in about $1 billion per year for casino operators. Comparing games belonging to the Baccarat family of table card games brings about the same. People hmm. love to gamble. The money-making potential of this invention is truly staggering. Period. That was all the preface. <clears throat> that was uh, something that was very obviously tacked on after he had posted this. Um, so, so the rest of the description is all like how, how his idea for this digital card game thing is going to work. And it's boring and I don't care. <laughs> Blah, 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 blah. But then, I'm, I'm guessing what happened was he wrote this. Somebody said, uh, why is this worth $9 million? And so he goes to the patent broker, and the patent broker explains to him what the point of a patent is. It's just a litigation tool. And so he comes back and says, actually, no, I'm not selling the invention. I'm just selling the ability to sue someone 10 years from now. So Honestly, you know, I think it's brilliant. I have no complaints. No notes. Wait a minute, eBay has a feature where you can view all revisions. Oh, but it doesn't tell you what the revisions were, it just says... It, it, uh, yeah, it just says, updated description, updated shipping terms. He updated the shipping terms a whole bunch. And the price. Oh, no, here, here we go, he updated the description on February 15th of last year. So, <laughs> that's probably when he attached that paragraph on the beginning. Jake, what if I told you? You could get a copy of the classic Disney movie Inspector Gadget starring Matthew Broadwick. Oh, Matthew New, Broadwick, favorite actor. Never opened on VHS for a million dollars or best offer. <laughs> is, Math, is Matthew Broderick's like. Did he die? Ear included in the box or something? I don't <laughs> First off, I just realized Inspector Gadget is the same thing as Robocop. They're literally synonyms of each other. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's the same a thing, Sierra Miss Mount Dew thing. It's a G rated. <laughs> sorry, McLean, 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 McLean. Story. Sorry. Story. Sorry. I can't, I can't name, find anything on this 
eBay description, which leads me to believe why this person, no matter how delusional, would be selling it for a million dollars. Other than the fact that it's never been opened in its original packaging, but I gotta be honest, I don't think Robocop is, is their Inspector Gadget. I don't think that's the movie that's gonna sell for a milli for a VHS copy. I don't think so either. Okay, McLean. On the subject of cryptocurrency, for for only a million, this is a bit cheaper than the other ones, for only a million, you can get a portfolio of three patents. Request and send good cash gas crypto to friends slash family. And then there's a little Ukraine flag in the title. This is in Jacksonville, Florida. Alright, item description. <clears throat> Up for sale is a portfolio of three patents related to requesting good cash and pickup up at any pickup up at any ATM vending machine or gas pump. I, I think he's requesting good. I guess that means goods, goods, cash, and pickup. I don't know what that means. I think he's just talking about like a Bitcoin ATM. Hmm. Oh, a, an app that is designed to send cash via people to people to ATM. Our patent allows a user to send cash to another person who can then retrieve the cash from participating bank's ATMs. I think we already have those. <laughs> Call me crazy. I believe Wait those apps exist already. I believe this patent would be a huge asset to your industry, and with your help and assistance, we could build a great partnership. There are over 10 billion ATM transactions done in the USA each year. I love when people try to sell their ideas or patents by saying, This other thing is successful, and I am tangentially related to that. Now take companies that send money all around the US. Per eBay guidelines, I cannot mention the name because it thinks it's a payment method I am asking for. He doesn't capitalize any of his I. When, when he says I as an I am, he doesn't capitalize I. Uh, terrible punctuation, and the font changes every, like, three lines. <laughs> but, according to an article in 2015, it stated they do 30 transactions per second on a 24-7 basis. This comes to 108 transactions an hour, which comes to star, 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 2 million star, 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 star transactions a day. With, with an average fee of $5. Why not have all of this be handless... Handless with an oh, I think it means handled. Handless with an ATM transaction among friends and family, which at the end of the day, that is really what other send companies are doing with extreme fees. With simple eight blah blah blah. I don't care. You know, I've noticed a lot of these don't have very good. Now think of gas pumps, McLean. There are over 150,000 gas stations in the U.S. And I don't need to tell you that everyone gets gas at one. <laughs> this is some big brain thinking here. <laughs> Think of companies who no longer need to give company card. Kids that don't need to have their parents' card anymore. They request and go pay. I think you're talking about like a debit card, dude. I think these things already exist. I think you can have like, multiple debit cards. Imagine if I invented right? a way that you could pay for gasoline <laughs> at the gas station. The heck you say? Bitcoin? Yeah, I think this is just like a like a Bitcoin ATM thing. <laughs> One example of or crypto is cash, so anything ATM. I don't know what that means. Okay. Okay. One example of patent. Daughter needs to fill up her automobile with gas. 
but okay. you do not feel comfortable providing your credit card to her. Mm. The daughter says to the mother, I need gas. Mom accesses the software application and locates her daughter via an on-screen map displayed within the screen of the software application. The mom says, Okay, daughter, go to gas station number 232 and I authorize you to fill up your car with $20 of gas. That sounds simple to me. Notably, the daughter and mom are in the same friendship network. That is notable. This is a very common so occurrence that just, happens in my life. Is this like Venmo, but with businesses? I don't... I don't know. It's like they a, literally already have that. It's called robots. Venmo. Mother, mother, I need <laughs> gas. Beep, boop. Yes, mother daughter. Software. Beep, 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 beep. I allow okay, you to access daughter. $20 worth of gas at gas station 232. And I authorize you to fill up your car with $20 of gas. You're in my friend network. Example two. in my friend network, daughter. <laughs> Example two. A son is at school in New York and needs $500 for books. He sends his dad a request since they are on the friendship network of the software. Yeah, this is just Venmo. I don't understand. They're on the friendship network of the software app of the present disclosure. Dad sees nearby ATM locations displayed on the user interface of the software app and accepts his son's request. He sends a verification code to his son for a specific amount of money at a specific ATM location. It can be identified, but he's just making... This guy's just making Venmo needlessly complicated. I don't understand why. The son goes to the designated ATM and enters the verification code at the ATM within a predetermined time period. The request comes back to the dad, and he enters his pen associated with his bank account, in addition to other requests and information such as type of bank account, checking the savings, amount authorized. This is just way too complicated. You're just making Venmo into like like a crypto thing that is just way too complicated. This is terrible. Oh, regarding shipping, clearly I cannot ship. So we can sign contracts clearly. either in person or docu-sign if needed by my attorney. <laughs> uh, that does, that does uh, inspire me, McLean. <laughs> Hold on just a moment. <laughs> Let me just ship price plus shipping highest first. Oh, uh, well, I guess I don't know what I expected. I typed in crypto. It's all like the miners. $10 million for a Bitcoin miner? Ye gads. We finance. We finance. $3 million down payment. I feel like the kind of person who has $3 million in the down payment, he's probably going to have the $10 million up front. I'm just, just throwing that out there. I'm going to finance $7 million for the X500 Bitmain miner. I barely even understand. Someone explained to me once how mining Bitcoin works. I've forgotten already and I don't care. Yeah, I have no idea. So, um, on this, uh, oh, you can buy two and they knock off, uh, they knock off 200,000 from the price. Interesting. Um, in the pictures, it, lo it looks very much like a Chinese scam thing. But one of the, one of the pictures included Zynga Worldwide. There's a big old uh, ribbon thing that says scam, scam, scam. Beware of fraud websites. Free economy shipping. You're so generous. You're so generous. Um, they are promising that within a year of owning this, I will make eight million dollars. This thing pays for itself, baby. I think I'm just gonna add a couple of those to my cart. Whoa. This is a book? 
Why is this book a billion dollars? Oh, it's sign. Oh. Sign copy, billion dollar advice for crypto buyers, see our store. What's the name of the book? I gotta look at the picture. <laughs> Thriving during the Great Reset, a shark's guide to investing in gold, rare coins, Bitcoin, and the singularity. This could live get into rich some. And live forever uh, with nanocellular regeneration. This could David get into Azo some. Uh, this could get into some uh, globalism, new world order type stuff real quick. If we're not I'm careful, I'm interested too. in this nanocellular regeneration. I do want to live forever, McLean. I don't think. I don't think that ambition's ever come back to bite anyone. <laughs> not in any of the movies I've watched. <laughs> Okay, the next big disruption will change humanity forever. Okay, I'm I'm listening. Are you ready for the Great Reset? In 2020, we learned that the entire population can be impacted by a single event that changed our lives. The markets plummeted for a while, and some knew how to be on the winning side of that dip. Was anyone prepared? The billionaires had a plan. Learn what Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Peter Thiel, Mark Cuban, and Le- hey, anyone you saw in the headlines, learn what they were doing to prepare financially, McLean. They have another secret too. They want to extend the life expectancy. Can we live for centuries? Yes. And the wealthy are determined to unlock these mysteries. Not only am I going to be a billionaire, McLean, I'm going to live forever. Every generation, I feel like, has this has this scam going of like learn the the secrets that the rich have, as if there's like this um like inner circle of like these almost like spiritual mystical like they're doing this back in the 1800s. What what's his name? Um, Dale Carnegie? Not Dale Carnegie. Who am I thinking of? The guy who wrote that one book, and I'm suddenly blanking him on the name. But everyone was doing it back then. <laughs> Of like a what 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 what's the secret live, that those live rich people and, have, and, and then and all prosper. came down to like manifesting at the end of the end of the day, which is think positive, yeah, think and grow rich. It always like, does, yeah, think and grow rich. It always it always comes down to manifesting. Just imagine that you're successful and you'll be successful, and that's what it always comes down to. Um, you'll learn about cryptocurrency, NFTs, diamonds, gold and silver, the future of AI, anti-aging technology, wealth building, health and medicine, political reality, and so much more. Man, this is everything. This book is just everything. Wow. Ah, you'll love this extensive resource. For a million dollars, I better. Oh, man. Uh-oh. Okay, McLean. Um... I got to, I'm cooking up conspiracy theory right now. So this sale does benefit charity. Anytime you see someone list something ridiculously on eBay for like a gajillion dollars, they always like, I think it's like a guilt thing where they're like, um, I'll give like five bucks to charity. <laughs> but okay, so this this charity, Council for Unity, uh, teaches leadership, self-expression, and ending gang violence and bullyism one school at a time. By working and mentoring youths in urban environments, they successfully turn hate into love. Council for Unity is a recipient of the FBI's Community Service Award. Am I saying this book is a a PSYOP being conducted by the FBI? I'm just throwing the possibility out there. Bitcoin, oh Bitcoin, oh take all my money, bankrupt me and... (laughs) So many of the miners for sale. Um, someone's selling an actual Bitcoin, um, for $50,000. It's a physical Bitcoin. I'm a little bit confused. Sorry, a physical Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, um is this I, some, like, stupid... What, what are we... It says it's worth half a Bitcoin. 
How is huh. it worth anything? That's not that's not Bitcoin's not a physical thing. Apparently it's worth fifty thousand dollars, Jake. Oh, I'm sorry. So how about you? Hello, fellow physical Bitcoin and Bitcoin collector enthusiasts. I'm happy to share with you one of my most prized possessions. This post is formatted like a haiku. I believe that this coin is easily in the top 100 of the rarest physical Bitcoins on the planet. Few other physical Bitcoins rival this one, and they are but, and they are all but impossible to get your hands on. Believe me when I say it's all but impossible. I have tried to get my hands on them. Most collectors hold on to them and are reluctant to sell. Even the lesser of these coins rarely hit the market and still manage to sell for thousands of dollars when they do, often damaged or in common in comparison. A little history about physical bitcoins and the producers of these collectibles, particularly gold coins and bars. Through my own research, there is somewhere in the ballpark of 2,000 gold products that contain, can contain, or once contained bitcoin. That makes three categories, loaded coins, user fundable slash fungible coins, and used slash broken coins. A loaded coin can be viewed as a piggy bank with money in it, or in this case, Bitcoin. A user funded coin, user fundable coin can be viewed as a piggy bank waiting its first penny. A used or broken coin is more or less the pieces of a broken piggy bank. This analogy is imperfect, but it is one way to understand how these coins differ. There have been many different companies slash producers of physical bitcoins and collectibles, many of which never produced a gold product in which to contain bitcoins. The ones that did sell gold products had very low mintage of these products. Denerium, like most of the physical bitcoin producers, as you may know, no longer sells or creates these special one-of-a-kind pieces of bitcoin history. While in operation, Denarium had just over 15,000 products, most of which are made from brass and copper alloy. They also created some silver products, but only 475 products were made out of gold. They had five different versions of gold products. Please feel free to ask questions and send offers. This sale is first come, first serve. Cheers. Thank you, user real money only. Wait a second. I'm beginning to think something's up. I zoned out during that. I have no idea. If your username is real money only, <laughs> it is kind of weird because the whole idea of Bitcoin and Bitcoin collectible is to sell it to make USD dollars. USD? You mean that 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 bankrupt institution? But kind of gonna go to zero. A dollar is only worth one dollar, Jake. A Bitcoin is worth a lot of dollars. So, check. worth a lot of what, McLean? It's worth a lot uh, of what? Uh, dollars. You notice she never said a dollar is worth uh, 0. 0.007 bitcoins. You notice she never make that. Uh, sort of like a sort of like a, a woman is someone who identifies as a woman, kind of. Hmm. Interesting. Over on our slash anti-work, this person says, Found this at a gas station. It's just a sticker slapped up that says, Normalize discussing wages with co-workers, r slash anti-work. This person put this there 100%. It looks brand new. They slapped it on, took a picture. I found this at the gas... This is totally this person. Somehow, I found this plays a little bit better on Reddit than I did this. Well, yeah, because otherwise it's just like, oh, I'm bragging about this. You want to brag about it, but you don't want to seem like a like a dork. So you're like, oh, my kid said this, or oh, I found this. Are we going through the subreddits now? 
<laughs> I guess so. We gotta get an I agenda for what's I saw this and I'm just like, you put that up yourself, you I think dork. I think you we run Westbros with Robert's Rules of Order. You know, we approve our last, our minutes of our last Westbros ep. We go through the subreddits. They have their own, own like, committees. And the chair of each committee, like the anti-work committee chair, will, will give us the, the report of the top posts. The, uh, the MTF committee chair will tell us about the, the trainees. And then uh, we'll uh, close, uh, and then uh, sing the sing the Westboro's anthem, and then leave. McLean, just so you know, by the way, uh, the unskilled jobs—that's a classist myth used to justify poverty wages. Now, I've said that um, this person has included a bunch of photos with this post. You know, um, included in this photo is a guy working on a construction crew. That's like the definition of a skilled job. I don't understand. So the, the the whole unskilled jobs, that's like working the counter at McDonald's. That's something anybody can do without going to college or like learning a trade or anything. So it pays less because anybody can do it. I don't know, I'm just throwing, just throwing, it's just funny to me that they included what is obviously a skilled job mm. with like a bunch of people working at McDonald's or something and the guy mopping the floor. Interesting. <laughs> anyway, I, I could go get a skilled job, McLean, but, um, you know. Yeah, no, I'm it looking at my attention. I'm looking at these and I'm, I'm seeing these are all these are all very skilled jobs actually most of them This person just posted like job regulations like uh, there will be pay deductions for not showing up for work uh, like the the dress code um, in completion of duties will result in a deduction of your wages. My job requires us to sign this. Is this legal? You're a child. You're an absolute child. These people are just absolute children, and it drives me insane because they encounter like just like the most basic expectations, and they flip out. Like, are they even allowed to do this? You're like 12 years old, dude. Knock it off. I'm gonna slap you so hard. <laughs> I just wanna slap you so hard. Ah, um, <laughs> that just makes me mad these days. I used to laugh at it. Now it just makes me mad. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, th this... Uh, <laughs> oh, gosh, okay. Alright, alright. <clears throat> this person... <laughs> lovely individual... <laughs> in a uh, Walmart t-shirt that has, like... It's like the, the, like the table of elements, except instead of, like, the elements, it's like... It, it says sarcasm instead of the element symbol. It's dumb. Anyway, it's, it's a very large, overweight person with that and a ball cap. I, it looks like some kind of anime thing. And he's wearing a mask and holding up a middle finger to the camera. He's at a uh, meeting at his job, and uh, apparently the uh, the boss the boss um, they they had to cancel the meeting after after they got there. The meeting got canceled. He's very angry, so he took this. He <laughs> Sorry, I've done this. Play this. So on, on the presentation screen, he wrote, "Canceling a meeting without notifying team members that have to drive a significant distance is unprofessional, horse s." And he, and he took a selfie of himself in front of this. And of him holding up the middle finger, and he says, Don't quit. Force them to fire you. First of all, he only took this picture for r slash anti-work. Nobody at his work saw this, I guarantee you. Second of all, I'd, I'd fire him. No, I'd yeah. I'd fire him. Yeah. Like, this kind of behavior when you're mildly upset about having to drive into work? Like, no, you're fired. Get out. Leave. Get, 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 fit your pudgy body out the door, pal. Oh, I just soft. hate everything about this picture and this dude and this attitude and the look on this face. I just hate everything about it. What about it. the graphic t-shirt? The mask t -shirt? that's way too small to cover his five chins. Ugh. 
So I'm curious, was he gonna drive into work anyway, or...? I don't know, he doesn't, there's no context, he just says, I was, apparently, he had to make the, uh, it's not like everybody at the office had to drive, like, two hours to work, it's just, it's just him, it's like, he said, the employees who have to drive a significant distance, for all I know, that's like 15 minutes for this guy. Well, after he gets fired for this, uh, you know he's gonna be on here, got fired for that post I said about F you. Uh, this person... The, the, okay. This, this person's saying he's he's arguing that after inflation, the uh, the penalty for illegally employing children in hazardous occupations technically is less than it used to be after inflation, right? Hmm. And, 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 he, and he ends that sentence with, uh, On the bright side, Moloch is pleased with your child sacrifices. Couple points. First of all, nobody illegally employs children anymore. I dare you to find that in the United States. Uh, second of all, what is your opinion on abortion, young man? Jake, uh, you'll use your commander McBrag. Jake, you'll use never. Your like anti-work. I assume. I assume. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't make assumptions. Jake, you'll never believe what I found out about the uh, user that posted that picture, uh, canceling meeting without notifying team members. You won't take any guesses as to any any sort of medical choices he might have made in his life. <laughs> Hit me with it. Oh, he got the snip, baby. Yeah, <laughs> he has had a vasectomy, my friend. He looks exactly like the kind. So it's funny, the the, the, the kinds of people who do that are also the kinds of people who <laughs> Don't who, who probably that. didn't need to do that. <laughs> who uh, they're actually, it's it's kind of a chicken or the egg thing because they're getting the vasectomy to try to have sex. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I got a vasectomy after Roe v. Wade was overturned. I. It's like a completely, it's like, it's like a plastic surgery at that point. It's like, you, you didn't actually need it. Like, there's no actual reason for you to do that other than for other people to know that you did it. Because you were, let's, let's be honest, you weren't really in demand, if you know what I mean. Hmm. Sort of like the, uh, the, uh, people posting on r slash anti-work about quitting their jobs or whatever. Not exactly a huge loss. So... <laughs> this attitude, man. This person took a picture. I'm guessing this is a girl. This person took a picture of like a whiteboard in like the break room that says, um, when, "When all closing tasks are done to 100% completion, the uh, the employees will have the names added to a raffle for a gift card for like a free drink and a cookie or something." And it's like, "Oh, okay, it's a fun little thing." Wow. So if I do my job, I could win a free cookie. What oh, such great motivation? You're fired. Get out. <laughs> I really hope... I, I just want bosses to just, like, have anti-work open on a tab. Just to monitor it. Just to just to know who to fire. That's just... That's all I want. A raffle for an effing cookie! Why are you whining about this? Fine, we'll, we won't do it then. Fine, nobody gets a cookie. Nobody, Never mind no one gets then. a cookie, sorry! Jadavius over there at the room on Reddit. It's like... So you, you could give this person a hundred dollar bill. Oh, only a hundred? That's how much I'm worth. Fine, here's two hundred. Oh, only two hundred. Is that how much? No. Just the attitude you have of like you gotta read it into everything. Everyone's out to get you. Everything is evil. This person's filling out a survey for his job, and uh, it's asking, "Is there anything we could do at the company?" And he writes, "Suck less." He hasn't submitted it yet. 
I'm guessing he uh, did not submit this. I'm, I'm just, just throwing it out there. Don't think he actually submitted this answer after he took the screenshot. What in the world? Is this like some type it's of self-awareness moment? What's going? Someone posted, posture. someone posted on slash work this meme. My boss, you're fired. Me, pausing Netflix. Why? Oh yeah, I'm looking at that right now. Which too. is I don't... funny, but the comments are like defending it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tes Tesla fires through 30 workers after a union drive announcement. Right on. <laughs> Good job, Elon. Um, well, they're mad about that, just for context. Um, wow, okay, so this person's very angry. This person's very angry that they saw this posted up at a store. Needed full and part-time salespersons who don't quit after two days, who works hard, takes pride in their work, cares, and doesn't think they're doing us a favor by working here, who could take a joke and won't whine every day on the floor, must be self-motivated, able to work. I'm guessing that's not... I'm just I'm throwing this out there. I don't think the person who took this picture... It's going to uh, qualify for this position. Hmm. This uh, person posted something about something somebody in Japan is doing. It's like, hey, they invented this uh, like mat this like beanbag thing because you know uh, it's it's popular because it's uh, taking the break from relentless work. Because of the real life pressure, people in Japan don't have the right to choose not to work. The right to choose not to work. Do you they think the you right live to in a GD-effing utopia, dude? You think we're in the Garden of Eden, buddy? The right to choose not to work? Who, who you are a right useless slug. Gosh, this person. Ah, Who are they leeching off of in life? That's what I want to know. The, the, they can ch the right to choose not to work. What is the right to choose? Where is that? Where in the world do, is, does that right exist? Uh, in American mythology, people are rich because of hard work. Yet, nobody can explain why those who do all the actual work have no money. Let me look at your credit card transactions for the last month. I think I might be able to tell you why you have no money. Maybe you could stop posting on Reddit. I think I might be able to solve this mystery. Ugh. The most prosperous time in all of human history. You live in the absolute lap of luxury. And you're on our slash anti-work. Uh, uh, Rome's really burning, man. Uh, I, I, I do love terrible political cartoons that are just like boomer Facebook memes. But because I posted it on r slash anti-work, suddenly, you know, it's a, it's a dank meme, you know. It's, uh, now, it's, now it's cool. Uh, this one is a uh, it's a boss saying, "Ah, oh, my profits are up, everything's great." And then there's a he's standing on the shoulders of a guy labeled wage earner, and he's he's underwater, so the boss can stand on his shoulders. That's that really says a lot about our society, McLean. <laughs> really says a lot about our deep. Society. Uh, that's deep, actually. I'm learning a lot. <laughs> he's another one. This is just a boob. This is such a boober meme. It's it's a guy. It's, oh, it's so ugly. It's terrible. Ugh. It's creepy. This was done in like three seconds in Photoshop. It's a guy who's whipping himself while he's chasing after a carrot on a stick. But the carrot's uh, uh, some dollar bills. And he says, life is a true blessing. But he's crying. So that really makes you think. It's, uh... Ugh. <laughs> Communists, man. They just don't make good memes. They just don't. It's really bad. 
person's talking about how the cast of Friends made like a million dollars per episode because they negotiated the, the wages as a team. Yeah. So um, that applies to me. Oh. I'm sure somebody's going to pay me a million dollars. <laughs> and then I can finally afford that copy of Inspector Gadget. I just need to join a union and I can finally buy Inspector Gadget. All right. Now, uh, sorry not talking about Alaska. It was a positive topic. I, didn't, I enjoyed that. Now I'm just mad at these communists, man. These absolute... The case for nationalizing the railroads. Okay. Starbucks work is trying to unionize. Oh, gosh. <sighs> Feels like a rigged game. What's the incentive to continue? Living? I don't know. Uh, the fact that you had to put food on the table? Uh, no, no, the government should be able to magically just give me that. Like, it should just happen. Like, I should just walk home, and, like, all my bills are automatically paid, and there's food in the fridge, and the heat is on. Like, that should just happen. I, I, I would like to prematurely, ten months prematurely, nominate wh whoever that Redditor was that you read a couple weeks ago that um, said that he was on anti-work. <laughs> And then he spent time volunteering at a homeless shelter and realized his life is actually pretty good. And so he's getting off Reddit. He is he's my nominee for the most improved or best redemption arc. <laughs> All it took was one day of going outside touching grass and realizing, oh my god. <laughs> uh, this is a headline. It's apparently supposed to be really sad. A man who rates Google search results said he makes $3 less per hour than his daughter who works in fast food. <laughs> the fact that you make at least $3 an hour to begin with. This dude's job is to, like, bump up the, 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 the like, pro-vax articles and bump down the ones that say, like... No, this is a like sad... Attack. And he's not making that much money doing this. So I thought weird. you guys were just complaining about unskilled laborers not making enough. I used to rank Google search results. You do it from home sitting in underwear while watching Netflix. It's insanely easy but mundane. The fast food job is a lot more demanding physically and mentally. Both jobs deserve good pay, but the fast food job should pay more. <laughs> oh, I deserve I deserve good pay for clicking a little button on my computer while I watch that. I deserve, McLean, I deserve I that. deserve that. All right, I deserve I earned this. I love the word deserve. I noticed a while back that a lot of, uh, so it's an advertising thing when they use the word deserve. Like, you deserve a good blah, blah, blah. You deserve to have this thing. Like, they, they like, play on your entitlement. And, and it, once once you start hearing it, it's, it's everywhere, the word deserve. You deserve a comfortable life. To, like, to, like, give you the thing, oh, yeah, I do, I do deserve, I am entitled to that. It's just so... Uh, gross. It's so good. You deserve jack squat. You don't deserve a single friggin' thing for existing. Okay? You don't deserve anything. There's certain rights you have that you're born with. Those aren't things that are given to you. Those are things that you already possess. You don't deserve those. They're just, they're just, those are just things that you have. They're part of being a human. No, that's why, as a sign, when people say, oh, but like, um, food is a human right. Water is a human right. But that, that's something someone has to give you. That's not a right. That's a necessity. A right is something you already have that cannot be taken. I, communists, man, I, they, they love messing with language. They just love it. My uh, computer is uh, slowing down. It is refusing to uh, work this so episode that guy, of Bros. That, that guy who was raking Google search results 
you know what? I think maybe he's just not doing a very good job. That's why he's not getting paid a lot. Because this person's mad. They typed a question into Google. Companies that pay a living wage. And the results were Costco, Walmart, Starbucks, Target. Who does Google think they're fooling? <laughs> okay. Uh, there's this... It was posted r slash... Wage. Why do all the communists work there? That's what I want to know. This was posted in r slash I am a piece of S. Uh, it says, uh, Restaurant forced service to cash paychecks, then took all of $20 of it, Fed say. And then Antiwork posts that, um, This restaurant is a rundown piece of garbage Mexican restaurant, it looks like, in the middle of nowhere. I don't think this is the big corporate overlords you're looking for, guys. Guys, Republicans want to raise the retirement age as, as life expectancy is falling. They want you to work until you die. No, the, the problem is that Social Security is not, is not going to work because population is declining. It's because everyone so keeps quitting their jobs. That program is going to collapse. That program is going to absolutely collapse within your lifetime. Jake, I think, uh, I think, my, I think West Bros might be taking a dive here. My computer is, is really... Uh... It's trying well, to end should it. We, it. Should we end this before the recording takes a takes a toaster bath? Uh, yeah, right after I I, uh, I find out user Chunky Chunky Monkey one five one. Yes, there are 150 other Chunky That's Monkeys. My favorite Ben and Jerry's asking flavor. for advice on drug testing for a new job. Um, don't do drugs. That's my advice. I'm a chronic smoker. Does anyone know if they want you pee? Because I grab some fake stuff. But if I get caught, apparently you get jail time. Uh, when, when, your first instinct was to go out and buy some fake pee or something? I'm starting to think you're not the quality employee we want at our company. <laughs> Alright, I'll let McLean go before his computer commits Harry Carey. <sighs> sorry, sorry folks, I hate to end it. I know I know you were all super excited for this episode of West Bros. As we were just ooh, ooh, just barely just barely in our baby. second hour here on West Bros. Um, oh, you know. King Spud, thanks for being here on the show today. You didn't exactly provide much commentary, uh, but you provided a, an anecdote, and for that we are appreciative. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stop this before Jake says another slur. And if you'll be my baby, cleaning skulls, collecting balls, or working ah. down a drain, killing bugs, or picking spuds, or separating grain, sweating toil, or drill for oil, or tear apart a float, pull a teat, or chip concrete, or shave an ornery goat, drive a nail, replace a rail, or disembowel a fish. Tackle grime or grow some slime inside a petri dish. Tar a roof or clean a hoof or handle poison toads. Brew some beer or drag a beer across a busy road. Dirty jobs, they're everywhere, just take a look around. Down the street or up the stairs or even underground. You don't need to borrow, beg, and you don't need to rob. All you got to do is get yourself a dirty job. All you got to do is get yourself a dirty job. What are you going to do? Spend the rest of your life sitting behind that desk in that air conditioning? Come on, get outside. Get your hands dirty. Now dirty jobs don't guarantee no great big pile of loot. There ain't no perks or fancy cars or golden parachutes. 
The pension plan is also ran. The pay is far from rich. Hundred dollars. Thirty jobs will keep you far from office politics. So don't be scared or unprepared to tackle something rank. Pick up gum or have some fun inside a septic tank. Don't begrudge a little sludge or working in a pit. But always ask to wear your mask when cleaning pigeon she wins. Dirty jobs, they're everywhere, just take a look around. Down the street or up the stairs or even underground. You don't need to borrow, baby, you don't need to rob. All you got to do is get yourself a dirty job. All you got to do is get yourself a dirty job. All you got to do is get yourself a dirty job.